He's the amazing Dr. Gray. He's Mr. Organized. He can organize your life, too. And if rash develops, discontinue use. Then it's a long-term cause, such as waste disposal. I don't know if you're familiar with who runs that business, but I assure you it's not the Boy Scout. This is the world's famous Strictly Business Show. With me, Dr. J. The sexiest business show in the world with all the business love you really need. <laughs> Talking about Red Cup Rebellion, I don't know how effective it was, but it did grab a lot of attention this past week. And um, I don't go to Starbucks anymore. What do I care? Sell your watered down coffee and your high priced drinks. Put yourself out of a job, union, United Workers Union, whatever. All right. Let's do some Strictly Business headlines. Okay, we're going to start off in foodie slash don't call it a comeback business. One of the most recognizable jingles in history is making a comeback. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby I want my baby back. Take it, Mike G. That's right. Chili's is bringing back its jingle for a new advertising campaign promoting those a baby back ribs. One rib. One rib. I show him hungry. Uh, make that one rib to go. One rib? <laughs> it's been on the menu since the late 1980s. Chili's has hired R&B legends boys to men to sing an updated version of the jingle, which is ironic because a lot of peeps think boys to men actually recorded the original version. Say what? They did not. For any trivia buffs listening, it was soul singer Wolf Johnson, a.k.a. Willie McCoy. Behind that, he passed away in 2012. The jingle was last used and retired in 2006. Now, it did make a brief comeback in 2009 to promote a new recipe for the ribs. Uh, make that one rib to go. One rib? <laughs> so Chili's is hoping that nostalgia will draw renewed interest in the midst of a turnaround. I want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich. That's all you had to say. <laughs> The new TV ad with Boys to Men will also be prompted on social media this month. The group said it feels natural for us to re-release the Baby Back Ribs jingle and pay homage to Chili's legendary menu item in a nostalgic way. I wonder, do they get like free Chili's for like the next 10 years? Is that part of their contract? Or if they were smart, maybe they'll ask for some stock in Chili. Yeah, it just just to interject here real fast for maybe some of our younger listeners, Boys to Men sold tens of millions of albums. They were oh, had yeah. multiple number one hits in the well, early nineties, right? So it makes one wonder, maybe Boys to Men had some bad financial advice over the years and maybe they uh, they're doing this just for the paycheck. Well, you know what? They're still active. They're down to three members. 
you know, the bass, the baritone guy, the bass guy is out, been out for years. Uh, I had some family members go see them in Vegas and said they still put on a hell of a show. And the music industry has changed. This is all they can do. And they, I mean, they're not actors. They can't do a lot of other stuff, but they can sing. So uh, they're doing what they can do. What? Uh, what okay, Chili's, Mike G and I will do an updated version for half the price. How about that? Yeah, totally. 100%. <laughs> all right. Moving on to retail slash full of crap business. As Tarjay tries to fight Beth at its stores, customers, including Dr. J, are growing frustrated about the number of everyday items on lockdown. Now, we've all seen this underwear, deodorant, shaving materials, etc., etc. And you have to hit that damn little button for assistance. Then you have to wait for some dude or dudette who'd rather be doing anything else other than working while any where else other than Tarjay drag their tired, non-living wage ass over there with their badass attitude. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Still, Tarjay's CEO, Brian, what a piece of work, Carnell. Loser, you're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. <laughs> he claimed many shoppers are actually grateful to see their body wash toothpaste and deodorant behind a glass panel. Really, dude? Do you actually think I'm that stupid? Apparently he does. On a media call, he was asked if he could quantify the sales loss for shoppers who are frustrated with waiting for employees to unlock that damn case. His response, the shopper's reaction to the policy has been positive. Oh, by the way, I was being sarcastic. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he did this whole thing about how he's visited stores from coast to coast, and he's heard the consumers are giving a big thank you because the stores are in stock with their brands they love and because they've invested in team member labor in the aisles and they make sure somebody greets you and all happy and opens up the case and provides you with everything that is all good, baby, in the hood. It's almost as if you have no business training at all. That's all you had to say. <laughs> now, yes, if you hit that damn red button enough times and if you wait long enough, someone will drag their tired ass over there, interact with you, open the case and give you what you wanted. However, don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining. We just <laughs> we just made the damn trip as a consumer down there to get something that was on our minds and we're invested. And once you see the process, you have to adapt and you hit that damn button and you're invested in it. Now, by the way, you notice he didn't answer the question. He was asked to quantify, which means show me the numbers. He don't have them. And as an organizational behavior science cat, I don't know if it's worth the resources to collect that type of data. It's a small part of the overall sales objective. I'm sure they could record response time based on when the consumer pushes the button and how long it takes that person to walk over there. Because if you notice, when they first come over there, before they say boo to you, they turn off that button so they can measure Oh, it took two minutes, five minutes. Why did it take 10 minutes? But you can't qualify if a sale was made if that meant they actually opened the case and they took out something or or if the consumer said, screw you, I'm not tired of waiting. If that's the case, they can hit the button themselves, turn it off themselves and then say uh, sales was made. So it's a much to do about nothing. But I don't think people are thankful for this process. Are you, Mike G? 
No, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. It's, it's at the local uh, writer that I go to. They don't lock the deodorant up. It's just like you you raise the. It's behind this thing. You open it up, and a buzzer goes off, so they know that you're messing around in there. But like you said, these these <laughs> companies. It seems like they there's been so much talk. It's like some sort of like shoplifting has become this epidemic that's like ruinous not only to society but the economy. Here's my conspiracy theory, Doctor J. I think that these big box companies are doing this. It's performative. They're doing this to justify that more people are shopping online. Their business model is not necessarily something that's sustainable, and they're just trying to show, oh, no, it's not us. It's not the reason that, I, you know, the, I'm a CEO and I made bad decisions, even though I'm making $20 million a year, that our stock price is down. That's my conspiracy theory. I can I can get with that, Mike G. I definitely can get with that. Look, I mean, they always talk about acceptable losses, which we hate on this show when it comes to people having accidents or killing, dying in your store. But, you know, linkage or streakage, shrinkage is a part of the acceptable loss process, too. So whatever. You got so much stuff in there. But don't tell me people are happy about that. I don't know. Nobody likes to hit that button. Wait, please. All right. And then finally, in sports slash, that's what she said, business, Los Angeles Laker owner and lifelong smoking hot babe, Jeannie Buss, has denied recent claims made by Dennis Rodman that the two briefly dated during his tenure with the Lakers. Really, dude? Do you actually think I'm that stupid? That wasn't my first thought, Jeannie, but you did marry Jay Moore. (laughs) 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 Nevertheless, Jeannie has said she didn't date Rodzilla. She was tasked with watching over him. (laughs) She said... When our dad, I can't do an impression of her, brought the Rodman to the team, it was kind of like, let's make sure that we know where he is at all times, basically a babysitter, because, of course, he's Dennis Rodman. You are unholy sinner and a heathenish foul philistine. <laughs> so she was like, okay, if we were going to a restaurant, we go out there and tell him where you're going tonight, we're going to a club, or we're going to the beach, come along, Dennis, all this stuff. So she said, you can say it was dating if you meant I was keeping an eye on him, she explained. But it wasn't a long assignment anyway, because Rodman only played 23 games with the team that year. We're going to simplify this. He didn't look good at all. That's all you had to say. <laughs> look, if a piece like Jenny Buss is calling you up and asking where you're going to be tonight, do you want to hang out, we're going to the beach and all that stuff. Mike G, if Jenny Buss calls you and says, Mike G, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing tomorrow? What are, what are you doing later today? You want to go to the beach and hang out? You want to go to a restaurant? We're going to be up in the club. Want to go, Mike G? Yes. What would you think? Yes, I do want to do that. And But also, I mean, <laughs> just real fast, Dennis Rodman's got a pretty good track record. I mean, he had Madonna when Madonna was good, and he was with Carmen Electra when Carmen Electra was good. So there's nothing to be shameful about, Jeannie. And Tony Braxton. He had, and he forgot he was with Tony Braxton. His sister, uh, what's her name, uh, had to tell him on that new reality show, you know you dated my sister. And he was like, I did? So, <laughs> listen, Dennis Rodman doesn't have any reason to lie about anything. He's a lot of things. I don't think he's a liar. Maybe it was a miscommunication. And the big question is, did you hit? Did you smash? Okay, if you did, then I'm going to say, yeah, you probably did. And Judy Buss, you know, we love her here at the Strictly Business Show. What she's done and accomplished as an owner, she's badass. I'd love to have her on the show. So, hey, Jenny, either way, you was or you wasn't, you good with us. <laughs> but I cannot hang too. All right. You got the Strictly Business Show with me, Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world on the new HD Los Angeles and New York.